Yo, what up, Nashville? Three HL is on the air. One zero four five, the zone. Hope you're having a great. What's today? Wednesday. Hump day. Groundhog day. Groundhog day. It is Groundhog day. <clears throat> the groundhog. Phil can kiss my, you know what? That chubby little Punxsutawney Phil <laughs> came out, saw a shadow, gives us all six more weeks of winter. Come on, Phil. <laughs> Come on now. Um. Yeah. Happy hump day. Happy Hump Day. Happy Groundhog Day. I read some weird things about Groundhog Day. Because Shay said on J. Martin Ramon this morning, he grew up in, like, rural Pennsylvania. He grew up, like, 45 minutes from um, Punxsutawney Philville. And uh, he and his wife went one year. And I was like, oh, man, if we didn't have 8 million things going on today, I would love for, like, I've got questions. (laughs) He went. And he said they party all day. Like the day before, and then at like four in the morning, they put you on school buses. This at least twenty years ago, they put you on school buses, send you out there at like four in the morning, and uh, you're all drinking and watching the groundhog and all this stuff. And evidently, it's already like predetermined anyway. I hope I didn't, you know, bust people's bubble there. So you like tailgating? Yeah, they're tailgating. <laughs> Big old party. People shotgunning for the groundhog. Yeah. So my, I had a lot of questions about it. Like, how long does the groundhog live? You can't use I mean, shotgun yeah. around the groundhog you know what, slate. That was, that was the wrong term. Groundhog right? only lives about <laughs> right, six years right, in the right. wild. So six years, these things. So then I was like, okay, well, how, do, how does Punxsutawney Phil reproduce? Well, so Shafe said, no, he's got a harem. He's like got a lot of female groundhogs that live with him in the public library. In the public library? There's all kinds of weird things going on in this place. The groundhog lives in the library? Yeah, they have an enclosure for him. Wow. So they bring That's his little butt out there once a year. Uh, but uh, so all that to say more winter, more, more winter. And we're about to get it this week. Winter is coming Ugh. again, by That's the way, kind of like a sensitive. So honestly, like Titans fans. Our, our zone friends that listen to the west of Nashville, um, there are all kinds of alerts and warnings and things and watches and things like that for ice uh, Thursday night. So be careful, uh, obviously. But they have extended that winter weather advisory to include Nashville mm-hmm. and Williamson County as well now. Um, so there's that. Uh, we will get into the Flores lawsuit. National signing days today. Did you know that? Yep, the ball's got one guy. That's all that's needed. They got two, actually. They oh, got they a, got another? They got a defensive lineman, and then they got a, a preferred walk-on who is actually a three-star cornerback. Uh, but he was committed to Michigan State, and the Michigan State uh, defensive backs coach left, so then he's out there with an ACL and no place to go. So I actually saw him um, and met him and hung out with it really? with him and his grandma at Charlotte at the official visit week weekend last weekend. There you go. Uh, that Connor was on, and um, you know uh, what that tells yeah, me, man. He, he said that he was going to go to Tennessee. That tells me you got to lock the door. If you don't lock the door, we coming to get you. That's right. There you go. Yeah, yeah huh? There you go. Hunk is back. I've been holding this for Slay for the last five minutes. At Joe Hunk. (laughs) What up, what up, what up, what up? Let's go, let's go. What? Woo! Where did this come from? You like it? This is you the like hurt this. You only no. know about this, huh? He no. hasn't heard this. You thought yet. that was the original one, huh? Yeah, I just saw Slay intro go, and I just said, you know what? I'm yeah. hitting it. A lot of little trickery happened while you was going. What huh? was your What would yours say, uh, Hunk? 
Actually, that is identical to what I would say. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even lying. Like, I had the Bulls intro, everything, 6'8". Yeah. I would just, actually, my NBA 2K guys is 6'9". Oh. Yeah. 200 pounds. My NBA no. 2K guys. That's all I had to do for the last 10 days is sit there and play video games. I know you we are me. glad you're back. We Thank missed you. you. This is the, the first full-on 3HL show in four weeks, I think. Yeah. I was out, then you were out, then he was out. Slay's been here the whole damn time. Just rolling, posting what up. What kind of vitamins you take over there? Man, I take <laughs> sauce. Y'all got to start eating sauce like me. If y'all get sauce. Hey, listen, I got uh, 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 some nuggets, and they gave me seven sauces. They know me. They know me. Seven. For those that don't know, Slay's actually the guy that saved the barbecue sauce at Chick-fil-A. And you're welcome. He wrote a letter to the president when they tried to take it out. And this is a real thing. It's a real thing. Yeah. They sent, they sent they, him a... He has showed us the letter that him, he got back. They sent him a Chick-fil-A lunchbox, which which he keeps all the candy in now. That's right. Which is a good thing because me and Babs discovered uh, we either hey. have a mouse or a rat. In or a groundhog. Or a groundhog. Because yeah, I said he's a rodent, too. I'm going to go with mouse because mouse is better than rat. Yeah, mouse are in like rat cartoons and stuff. Rat just sounds nasty. <laughs> that take you to mouse is like, oh, look at the but cute listen, little mouse. We open, I was like, <laughs> she was like, I need to keep my headphones somewhere. She finally bought headphones after five years. And so I was like, you can keep it where I keep my whiskey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Right that, this is true. Is. And so uh, I opened it, or she opened the thing, and there's Hershey's Kisses in there. Well, there's all kinds of wrappers and stuff, like somebody's been crazy. in it. And I immediately said, there's a rat in there. And she was like, you think so? I'm like, yeah. And it wasn't you, Hunk. I've been here. I, no, because those kisses would be gone in punk Well, plus, Hunk would, would throw away his trash. Like, yeah, leave it would, better yeah. than you found it. Well, right. Rat's not thinking like that. No. So then Babs made a point to find out if there like was rat poop in there. You like, we had to, Brett Batchelor had to get his flashlight out. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all went on oh, yeah. I made BB. I was like, come over here, because I didn't want to stick my hand in there just in case. All, all oh. I needed was the, the rappers and stuff. I knew. I, I didn't need all that. Like, no, she's you, going you were to see You were like, it's a rat. Okay, let's go. Move on. <laughs> I'm like, no, not let's go. No, move yeah. on. <laughs> Don't just pass I'm about to up. put my headphones in here. By the way, I did not put my headphones in there. No, you found a drawer, found a new which spot. is easier. Uh, National Sign Day today, so uh, we'll we'll hit on that a little bit, maybe. Uh, Will goes, we? No, nah, I don't know. Because does it matter? No. Vandy was putting up tweets. I, I'm to go sorry. It does matter. That's not fair to yeah, some of the other does. athletes. I apologize. Yeah. Yeah. but You're so hardcore. I know. But now that there are two national signing days, it doesn't matter it's as much. It's too much for me. It's too much for me. I well, missed the, the point big that, one national mm-hmm. signing To the day. point where we have to talk about it at an extended period of time. That's Correct. that's where it's changed. Yes, congrats to all the kids that signed today. Yes. This would normally Your be life the big will be one, though, right? You, back in the day. Yeah, this is the one. This is normally the big one. You know what's funny? The last one that I worked for ESPN, like covered, Hugh Freeze at Ole Miss, A.J. Brown's class. Really? Yep, that's the last one I worked. And that was four in the nation. Uh, I think it was higher than that. Wow. To go back and look. Yeah, I'm not not for sure. the, the, The misconception is that they finished number one, which they did not. Uh, but they were number one for a long, a long time during the the class. Maybe that's what. And and during our coverage, I think they were number one. They might have fallen off like later in right. the day, kind of thing. Alabama tends to do that to you. Yeah, like, right. Hey, uh, but, speaking of Alabama, but that was that long ago too. I mean, because Hugh Freeze was still at Ole Miss, and AJ Brown was was coming out of high school, and that was a huge get for them. Speaking of Alabama, remember the ridiculous. He's had a couple of these. The ridiculous like video TikTok video that Brian Kelly put out with this defend this uh, Danny Lewis Ugh. kid, 
What, the, the dancing and the yeah, platform? Yeah, and they're spinning around yes. in a really tight space. That's the thing that got me on that deal. No. That's what got you? Yeah. Tight really? space. Really? It was the... If I'm dancing with a uh, dude, I don't want to be, like, right on top of him. We have to on the rotating circle. Right. Like, circle needs to be do bigger. it. Although I always say be comfortable with the uncomfortable. So there you go. C- clearly, Brian Kelly is. But what did I tell you? Like... I, look, I get it. I don't have rhythm. I can't dance. So I'm not going to get on there and dance. Like, Brian Kelly, know your limitations, that was, coach. That man tried to go with the old school 70s. Yes. Yeah. Do you see me and I see you joint? Come on, man. Yeah. Weird. That, anyway, that ain't nothing. So like Alabama. Vincent, Vincent Vega in uh, Pulp Fiction. Nathaniel. Yeah. That's Nathaniel. <laughs> I know what you're talking about because I've seen that movie now. <laughs> see, I love it. Um, yeah, so Danny Lewis, to get in that video. Oh, he's going to Alabama. Oh, really? <laughs> he did all that dancing for nothing? For nothing. I think I think the dancing drove him away. It's like a relationship. Like, you start to date a girl, and then ultimately you got to go to the club. Right? <laughs> and at some point you got to dance. Mm, okay. And so that's what happened to Brian Kelly. I didn't know what that analogy was going on. <laughs> The other part of the I didn't the, either. The, the other part of the <laughs> pending relationship saw him dance and got scared away to the other person. So yeah, he went to the club and found somebody better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you if you pull out the the, can you see me? He did everything but the. I'm drowning. <laughs> the woo take me down. <laughs> like, yeah, come on, B. Kelly. I'm having so much fun watching you do this. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the dance. So he went to Alabama. Here's the thing, though. Nick Saban likes to dance, too. We've seen it. Yeah, but his is different. He's staying in Rash- his lane. Rashawn Evans' video from his grandma's house in his recruiting video. Uh, mm-hmm. is it? We've Sa- asked Rashawn about that. Yep. Too. What, he said it was cool? Yeah, he said mm-hmm. it was great. That's dope. Saban stayed in his lane because the, the dance he was doing, he the was electric doing slide. The electric slide, the yeah. The slash wedding twine, dance. like the wedding dance, like... Man, that's for all ages. You know what I mean? Little kids, like a 7-year-old can get in there and do it, or a 72-year-old can get in there and do it. And guess what? Everybody going to have a good time. And you got different versions of it. You can't go wrong. This right here, I've been that. Babs, I, I, let me walk past somebody, and they doing this right here. With all the weird how do you lighting. Descri- and- I don't know how to describe that. I see you, and you see me. Okay. Then I'm going down in it's- the drowning. I'm drowning. That's not helping me if I'm listening. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, it's the two. It's like the peace sign over the eyes. Yeah. Okay. You got to get on YouTube chat to see it. Okay. You do. Twitter, Facebook Live, YouTube, Twitch. Twitch, please. You can watch the show on Zone TV, and you can see Slay's uh, a brilliant description of what was going on there with Brian Kelly, who clearly lost lost a big time recruit because <laughs> because he was weird. When Tennessee um, when Tennessee played him, and I see Brian Kelly, SEC Media Day. That's what I'm doing to him. He just walked so up. Saying, Brian Kelly, big ass. My guess is he's going to be a lot more serious at that thing than he has yeah, been in this bit. process. Um, Preds go to the all-star break on a four or five win streak, uh, second in the West. Washington Commanders, that's a thing. Jim Harbaugh to the Vikings, must be, as Ramon put, put it brilliantly this morning. If you ain't going to the NFL, you you ain't interviewing on National Signing Day. Um, I think you're missing some things. All that coming up. Stay tuned. Three until, uh, oh, Taylor Lewan. Taylor Lewan at 5 o'clock. <laughs> How you leave that out? Taylor Wan at 5 o'clock. <laughs> Coach Mack next on 104.5 The Zone. Three until 104.5 The Zone. This is how Nick Saban gets players. He dances to this. 
I bet Co- I bet Coach Mack has done this at some point at a wedding or two. Man, the soul Coach Mack got, he ain't got no choice. I, I would let me go somewhere to an event or something, and Coach Mack just in the back chilling. <laughs> he no big slam. Hey. Gonna let him chill. I know, I know one thing. Right now, with that going on, Ron Slay is dancing in you, there. I know that. You know it. And guess what? My son, my, 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 my shotgun rider with me, too. Babs. Yeah, you know she was in there. I, I can picture it. As soon as that came on, I know you were moving. Yeah. The male was at the bar laughing at us while me and Babs were getting down. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I've got here to drink. <laughs> That's about hey, how our trips e- go. <laughs> every Everybody's got a job. <laughs> That's right, Coach Mac. <laughs> I like it. Hey, you guys You guys got your crew back together for the first time in a long time, don't yeah, you? Yeah, man. Well, I think about it's time. four weeks because I missed. No, I missed the win. Yeah. yeah, I missed the Wednesday mm-hmm. after a Buffalo Wild Wings show. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, even yeah, though well, I tested negative. Yeah, when Joe Hunt Joe Hunt called me, it's good to hear Joe Hunt back in the in the mix. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. missed you, Coach. Everybody's healthy and back, Coach. Coach, um, keep it that way. Yeah, Brent. Let, let me start with the big topic that everybody's talking about, even people that don't know anything about sports. Um, and, and let me start this way: How good of a football coach is Brian Flores? Well, he's a good coach. I mean, I don't understand why he's still not the coach in Miami. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I never, I never understood that. Of course, you know, that's, uh, that's not my decision to make. Right. But just looking at it, I mean, he, you know, he did a nice job of keeping that team together and keeping them very, very competitive. And uh, so, I mean, he's a good football coach and he's been a good football coach, you know, where he, where he's been. He's one of the up and coming I think young coaches in this league. So, and and you know what's going on now. I mean, those are those are some some major issues. That that that's that's something that uh, when you step out, you step out like that. There's clearly a you have a strong belief about what went on. And so, it, this is going to be this is going to be uh, very interesting, and it's also going to be a topic for quite a while. But you ask me how good a football coach he is. He's a good football coach. Yeah, I remember talking with you um, about him when the Titans played the Dolphins, and, and you talked about how yeah. good of a football coach he was. And and I, we came on the radio and talked about how shocked we were uh, that that he was let go in Miami because I thought he was um, um, uh, I thought he was in a tough position based on the quarterback's inability to to push the ball down the field, and and I thought that he got I thought he got as much out of that football team as anybody could have. Well, I mean, he he was rebuilding that football team. Let's yeah. be honest. I mean, it wasn't exactly like when he was named the head coach that he took over a top tier uh, juggernaut in this league, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he 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 kept them, you know, he he kept them uh, very competitive. And you know, and he's a guy that's worked his way up the ranks in the National Football League. And so, it, look, we never know what goes on inside any buildings. Anything we ever want to conjecture about hirings and firings is is just that. It's conjecture. I've been inside the buildings for 31 years, so I know that there are things that go on, all right, that nobody else knows. But just from the outside looking in, it surprised me too. Well, and you've had weird experiences with owners and, and coaching gigs and didn't know you were well, the head yeah. coach. And... Didn't know you were fired. And... Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, one or two. Well, I, I, was never, I never didn't know I wasn't fired. I was just head coach for six hours and didn't know it for three. I didn't know I was hired. <laughs> so you know when you're fired. Sometimes you don't know when you're hired. That's, uh, that's yeah, kind well, of what yeah, we've learned. I, I, that's exactly right. I mean, you kind of know when you're fired because you're there. I mean, 
I was there and I was named the head coach and I didn't know it. Everybody else did except me. So I guess I didn't need to know it. That league is such a monolith though. Like when you start throwing fire, it, it's tough. Uh, mm-hmm. It's so, you, you know, I mean, you have to know when you make a decision like that to, to push forward that, uh, and the NFL said everything in the statement. Like they, they were kind of harsh in the statement. I, I thought that they would take like a, a wait and see role, um, kind of attitude in their statement. But uh... I will just say this again, not knowing any of the particulars right, right, right. other than what I have heard. I know this: this is not going to be an immediate resolution. I know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Coach Mack with us, uh, presented by Farm Bureau Healthways. Coach Mack, I talked uh, with, with him on text message today. You're. You and the crew have already dove into hundreds of draft prospects. Well, Rhett and I had a had an all day meeting yesterday. Uh, you know, for our for our first, you know, to, to put our first board up there. I mean, I've done, you know, full disclosure. I've done some pretty extensive work before then. You know, Rhett was not able to because of all the production stuff that he has to do. You know, I was able to do quite a bit of it anyway. He and I had a uh, an all day meeting yesterday. And got the first blush put out there. Now we've got to start honing it down, which is what you do. I mean, we're sitting here February, February first, when they bring their scouts in, you know, during uh, during, during training camp, and then they bring them in during the year. As far as to get a first board up, there will be a lot of movement on it. I mean, I've I've been working on it again today. I've watched I've watched every practice uh, at the at the Senior Bowl. ESPN U and ESPN Two, by the way, do a great job. Of, of broadcasting these senior bowl practices they they give you everything they give you all the individual drills they give you all the nine on seven all seven on seven all the team all the one-on-one i mean it's just it's like sitting here and watching film so it's uh it, it's really good mike keith is down there mike keith is going to do the play-by-play for sirius xm on saturday for game day with pat Curlin and jim miller and uh so we've got it covered pretty well that, that'll be outstanding mm-hmm. How do yeah, you, it will be. How do you um, it, it kind of take um, listeners through the process? Okay. Do you specifically for you look at what the Titans need and start with that position group? Do you is it broad? How does your draft prep start in the beginning? I know you've been doing it for a while, but yeah, when it comes great. to the Titans, that's a that's a that's a really really good question for people that really want to know. The first thing that you do. You set your board just based on players' ability, okay? And, and in other words, you get you, you and you take it from a from a thirty thousand foot view, and you set your board just on their ability and where they rank in this draft in their positions, okay? And then what you start to do, you start to take your board and you build it vertically, all right, as far as with where they rank in their position, and then as you progress. Then you start to make horizontal boards as far as looking at, you know, I've got this, this defensive rush man's over here and this running back's over here. Well, how do their ability horizontally line up? And then that's when then the, next, the last thing that you start doing, and you always do it with your people in mind, but then you start looking at your position on the draft, where you are positioned in the draft on, and then who might be there. That's why it's so important to be able to set your, your draft vertically, horizontally, and then in pods, and then in pods that cover the entire spectrum of it. Because especially when you win enough games that you are picking in the lower tiers of the draft in every round, there, there's going to be people that you like when you set your first initial board, but you're not going to have a chance to pick them. 
So you need once you start honing your board in, which takes a while to do, then you start to understand what you need, where your needs are, but also the guys that will be available to you, and you don't really want to limit yourself to one position because when you get down to that point, there may be a higher-rated player because of what's gone on above him yeah. at one position than you have at a position of need. And then that changes as you work through the draft. It's a different thought process with the first-round pick than it is with a fifth-round pick. Uh, I hope that made some sense to you. Totally makes sense, yeah. That's the way you start to put it together. But your first your first view at it, the first thing that we did, we just put guys in uh, as far as the way that, you know, that they, that they rank in their positions and we'll start we'll start the rest of it this next month. So Titans specifically what position groups are you really looking at? Well, I'm looking Once at you all dive of them in. now, but I mean, I'm. Let, let me just let me just say let me just say this. That's that's that. That can you hear me? Let me just yep. say this. It's really important. Is that what you look at too? Is where the strength of the draft is, Don. Right, and the strength of this draft, the strength of the strength of this draft, you are looking at offensive tackles is the strength of this draft. The interior of the offensive line is pretty decent. I would say through through day to through day two at least. Edge rushers, corners, and wide receivers are pretty big in this draft. And then there's a good group of tight ends. There's probably two. Uh, uh, I'm not sure. You know, last year we had two uh, tight ends go real early in the first round. I'm not sure that will happen, but I think there's a really good mix for the uh, second day of tight ends that are going to be able to come in and play. There's different flavors of them, but to me, that's where the draft looks at. I would think you'd start, you'd look at tight ends. You're always going to look at offensive linemen and you can never, ever have too many cover people. Yep. Coach, I I got two questions for you. I I saw, it sounded like you was pulling the board out right then and walking Babs through (laughs) it. And um, I just want to know, coach, from a personal standpoint, what do I fall on your board? You know, I'm just you know, I'm I'm curious about this right, person. You, you want me to read your report? You want me to read the report? I mean yes. I, I mean, coach, if you got it in front of you, you know, lay it out for the people. Six eight, good length. Well, uh, <laughs> length has something to do with it. Uh yeah, you know, you, you start off you start off you start off, first of all, great motor, mm. uh tenacious, uh <laughs> never stops. Yeah. Excellent, excellent length. Uh, may be uncoachable for a minute, but you can you can get him, you can you can, whip, you can whip him in you can whip him into shape. Fight uh, could be a multi-position player, edge and tight end. I like it, coach. I like it. I'm two way guy, baby. Don't you just box me up, put me on two two ways, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, he had a 58 yard touchdown reception hey, at Pearl Coast. I, I sent it to my guys. Yeah. Man. Hey, now and my gals. Hey, Coach Mack. <clears throat> now seriously. Yeah, you had to deal with <laughs> you had to deal with um, guys yeah. sitting out for COVID reasons, you know, and then coming into the draft and trying to scout those guys. Does the transfer portal does it make it difficult at all as far as trying to you know get a beat on these guys with them bouncing around as far as um, tape to look at? It really doesn't because okay. you're gonna you're gonna get tape on them, and if you know if they were a if they were a true player, they just like his Johnson kid, this edge guy at Florida State. It's a good player. All right. I mean, that's he played one year at Florida State, but he had tape, uh, you know, where he first was. Right. Mm-hmm. So there, look, the way that it is now, Ron, the way technology is now, 
you've got looks at all of these guys. Mm. I mean, you know, there's a big long corner from University of Texas to San Antonio that I've just, you know, watched here at this at the Senior Bowl. You know, big, big and long. I mean, really needs some work, but he's raw. But let me tell you something: University of Texas San Antonio, it's got tape. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, any, anymore, you, you, there's not. Back in the day, there may have been some people that you know you could find. You know that you talk about guys that nobody knew about that you just knew about that doesn't happen anymore so to answer your question whether you've transferred or whether you stayed your whole career at one place there's enough evaluation tape on you they will find you that's that's spot on because uh not to pull the curtain back a little bit i was in there eavesdropping on you and red b man and you, i heard a name of a school that you called i was like man where's I ain't even ever heard of that school. I can't even pronounce it. I I had to ask Red B again because that school. I was like, boy, y'all find them, don't you? He was like, yeah, man. Yeah, well, let me. And full disclosure: yesterday when Rhett and I were working, I told Rhett to deliver a message to you when he had to come help you <laughs> technologically, you know, with technology get set up stuff to do something in Knoxville. Yeah. And I told Rhett, tell him exactly what I said. I can't say it right now because of FAA regulations. Yeah. But I, it was, it was somewhat. It, it, you, I hope he delivered it word for word to you. Coach Mack, he I had, meant it. He I, had meant, his... I meant it. I meant it from my heart. I, and I know you did. He had his headphones out, and he didn't even have to. He didn't even have to tell me because he was laughing so hard. I said, "Man, tell Coach Mack leave me alone, man." You just snorted. I did. Coach Mack made me do that sometime, man. Coach Mack presented by Far Bureau Health Plans. Need great healthcare coverage at an affordable price like Far Bureau Health Plans. Coach you through it. They've been protecting Tennesseans since 1947. What I've heard about this draft, Coach, and correct me if I'm yeah. wrong. Um, I know you're just now diving in, but uh, very, very strong in the trenches, O-line, D-line. Yes, it's absolutely true. And more edge guys, but the guys that are in the the, the, the two guys, the two guys at Georgia are dudes, okay, yeah. down, down inside in the middle. But there are guys second and third round that are going to be able to play. And I can't, I think on the inside, you're going to be able to find three techniques, and you're also going to be able to find some shade. But the edge rushers, there are edge rushers, you know, in, in, in this draft. I mean, we're talking about Devontae Wyatt, Jermaine Johnson, Cameron Thomas, you know, that's at San Diego State, Fidarian Mathis that's at Alabama, D'Angelo Malone at Western Kentucky. These are guys that have second-day grades that are good players. What about this quarterback group? Um, what, what do you think? Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, Desmond Ritter, Bailey Zappi, Sam Howell, Carson Strong – all at the Senior Bowl, uh, obviously Matt Corral also in that group. What do you think about this group? All, all, as you said, six of those seven guys are in are in the Senior Bowl. Uh, in the Senior Bowl, I think they have different. Uh, to me, I, I really like Malik Willis. Just raw watching him, you know, because because this guy, you know, first of all, he's not a real tall guy, but he's got he's got he's he's a he's a strong guy. Uh, he, his release is is really quick. There's a lot to, to his reads that are going to have to be cleaned up. But to me, let me just say this, and again, it's for our listeners too. I say it every year, but I think it's important to say it every year. There are two drafts every year. There's a positional draft, and then there's a quarterback draft. Right. Okay? Those are two separate things. And so if you need a quarterback, uh, if you're looking for a quarterback, quarterbacks are positions that teams will move up to get or they will move down to be able to get and so when you look at these guys i think comparing them to what i think last year was a pretty strong draft for young quarterbacks coming out but most of these guys these six out of the seven that are here most of these guys will be gone 
by the third round, I really believe, in this draft. Mm. Because of what you said, there's two different drafts. Like, so no matter how talented the quarterback group is, supply and demand. Everybody need like there are many teams that need one, right? Like, so that's what pushes them up. Yeah, and the thing you have to look out for, Brent, and you guys know this, and this is and for our listeners, you have to be very careful with quarterbacks that you don't let the the, the need cause you to overreach for one, because that's that's the issue. Most people. If they're going to draft a quarterback, would you know they sometimes they will try to stretch his value uh, for a first late first rounder because even in, in the late first round you still get the fifth year option right, and so most people if right. they think they're going to have to develop one would like to be able to have the chance at least even though the money would be big at that fifth year if you've developed him that you're able to that you're able to keep him but you've got to be very careful and cognizant with quarterbacks we've all known all the examples of it where you reach for one and then all of a sudden you've got not only have got some cap problems because of the money that you have in them well then you're also stuck yeah and so i mean we've seen we've seen clubs i mean you know what the what the Cardinals do? They drafted Josh Rosen number one, and then the next year, yeah. you know, they ate all of that, sent him off, and draft Kyler Murray behind him. You'd like to stay away from those scenarios. Yeah, but man, if I'm the Titans, that that might be a, an angle that I pursue. Uh, just what you mm-hmm. said, having one in the wings with a fifth year option potentially, and and um, mm. might might make sense. I don't know. We'll see what they do. Uh, Coach Mack, great stuff, man. Thank you. Look forward to uh, the draft process and talking with you each week. Guys, it's always a pleasure being on with you guys. Very happy. All of you are healthy and back at work. That makes me feel very happy for you. Ron Slay, uh, the next time you're in there, when we're having a draft meeting, <laughs> let me know, please. Okay, I got you. Hey, Coach, <laughs> I got to tell you this real, trick, real quick, too, Coach. Um, if you could, when you get off the line, so you can soothe his little soul, he's jealous. Could you hit Ramon up and give him some measurements in his scouting report? I don't know what you. I don't know why you just made him so jealous, Coach Man. Well, he want to be in my you, shoes. He's not gonna have the length part of it. Talk he's only him, six six. Talk so, to him, you know. Ramon has his own show that nah. he can do it on. Uh, uh, nah, Coach Mac, that's just for me, man. Coach Mac don't dig in the listen, crate like that hey, for anybody. Ramon just had to get out the womb quicker. Ron needed a little <laughs> more I cooking. Might, I, I might have. I, I've kept every draft book I've done for. 35 years. I'm not going to get the report up. Coach, yes. go get that. Get that for your boy, Coach. Get that for when me. We had, when we had Jarrell Casey uh, for Titans Amy Coach Mack podcast, that's what I did. I read him my draft report when I was there wow. when we drafted him. Was it pretty accurate, Coach Mack? For what he turned into? Let let me tell you, Don, you need to listen to the podcast, but I'll tell you what what happened. I read it. I said, Jarrell, I'm going to read this to you because I was heavily involved in this. Uh, and I read it to him. He said, Coach Mack, that brought a tear to my eye. I said, how close was I? He said, dead on. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> That's all I'm talking about, Coach. Love there it. he is, yeah. Coach Mack. Thank you, See Coach. You guys. All right, all Coach. Right. Uh, we'll, get back, uh, mine too. We'll, we'll get back into all the, the Brian Flores situation and uh, take your phone call. 615 I almost gave my cell phone number. Sometimes you got to call direct. 615 <laughs> 737-1045. Remember, Taylor One coming up at 5 o'clock. And there's a r- report out there about uh, Aaron Rodgers and uh, maybe moving to Nashville, which I've said on this show before. But um, Like two weeks ago. Yeah, th- there's there's a detail that's wrong about that report. I'll have that for you next. Here you tell 1045 The Zone.
Three H L one zero four five the zone. Let me say it this way: the neighborhood is not in Franklin; it is in Brentwood, which is close. Mm-hmm. You're talking uh, about Aaron Rodgers. I'll just leave it there. Three H L one zero four five the zone. Brent Doherty Davenport. Look at Joe Hunk. Joseph Hunkapiller. Still doesn't look like he feels right to me. Not not a hundred percent. Plus, he has to drive from Huntsville. Yeah. For those that don't know, you live in uh, the the suburbs of Huntsville. Yes, Hazel Green. Hazel Green. Yes. Is that so, one word or two? Two words. Two words. Hazel Green. So, but yes, it's about an hour and a half away. So today I was uh, I was a little sleepy coming in, so all I did was listen to some nineties rap. <laughs> Seriously, it's the only thing that could wake me up. So I'm I was that's you. what I was doing. Um, there was. To get through all my stuff, we're we're going to be broadcasting live from Radio Row at the Super Bowl next week. Assuming we can get all of our uh, COVID responsibilities taken care of, it's hard to get into LA, man. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> if y'all could have seen the side started. eye that Davenport just gave me when I said that, <laughs> they're all in in California. It's real. If you don't come with. A negative test within 24 hours. You have to wear a mask on air on Radio Row, even though we're all going to be far enough apart. And even though you have to be vaccinated and Mm -hmm. even and even though you have to be boosted, all of that, you still have to wear a mask on air if you don't provide a negative test within 24 hours. Yeah, on air. Y'all see it. On air. No, you won't see it because your girl just had COVID. Well, so did I. So. girl. <laughs> you sound like my 11-year-old. I'm good within like, the 90. I'm within the 90 days. My 11-year-old's like, your boy's excited about having pizza tonight. <laughs> your boy's excited. I mean, <laughs> a little bit of third person right there. I like that. That's what oh, I'm yeah. talking about. <laughs> Don't even get me started about freaking all these it is, it is mandates wild, for going to California when their governor's rocking no mask. Uh, John Robinson said, <laughs> "It's outside, yeah. technically. Right. It's outdoors. It might make make more sense. I was thinking it might make more sense to go into the floors thing at four when we have a little more time. Okay. Uh, but we did have this today from the Buck Rising show. Uh, John Robinson, the general manager of the Titans, <clears> uh, was on the the show with Buck today, and said he's working through a contract extension for head coach Mike Vrabel." Joseph Hunkapiller has the audio for you. Yeah, we're yeah we're working through some things on that. You know, that's 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 kind of a that's club business, and um, you know, I'm utmost confidence in Mike. I know Mike loves being there, and we love Mike being there, and uh, no doubt that you know we'll get all that figured out. Well, there you go. We'll get all that figured out. <laughs> yeah. I bet it's already figured out. Yeah, it ain't, I mean, you don't just drop that, do you? Look at them. They're trying to take my mic off. I've heard some things that might indicate that that might be done. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, that was uh, on the Buck uh, Rising Show today, John Robinson down at the Senior Bowl. Buck broadcasting live down there at the Senior Bowl. And it's funny yeah, because they keep having them. Tune in. Yeah, it's good. Um, Buck does a great job, man. Um, mm-hmm. We give him a lot of crap, but Buck, Buck does a, lot, a great job. Um, they keep having weather issues where they force it to practice inside where the media can't watch <laughs> Which, Which I mean, stinks. Yeah. Because that's the whole point. Like, the media wants to get the look. It's raining hard right now yeah. at practice. Yeah. I really thought you were about to say it's raining men. I, I don't even know why. It's raining men. 
I think because of a discussion that, was that we... not me, for the record. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded like the fine young cannibals right there. Mm-hmm. Been working on my impersonations. <laughs> Ventri- ventriloquist. So in the 4 o'clock hour, we're going to talk um, <laughs> Brian Flores and everything that is going on with that lawsuit. You okay over there? <laughs> Goodness. Couldn't reach um, the button. And if you want to jump in that conversation, come on, 615-737-1045. Yeah, go ahead and get in line. Also, uh, at some point, we have Taylor Lewan coming on at 5 o'clock today, which is great. Uh, And, I mean, we've already said half the stuff we're going to ask him. Does he get to go in the boom boom room? Oh, absolutely. I would think uh, if the boom boom room production staff is prepared, Taylor Lewan would be the perfect boom boom room candidate. Well, guess what? Yes. Hope they prepare. Those guys are all Yes. They're always working. Like, even they during like, the heart of COVID when we were all at home, yeah. the Boom Boom Room production team was down in that in that office, you know, that you know most it. people don't even know where that office is. No. It's at the end of the hall before you go to the bathroom, and there's always smoke coming out of it. Yeah, there you go. See, talk to the people, man. Yep. You so, hear, like, clanking glasses down there. Man. Yeah, man. You go right then left in one spot. When you're that creative, you just have to let it out at all times. Amen. And sometimes the ideas fly. Sometimes they don't. And it's, and it's good because here we it's are. captured. I forget the guy that leads that uh, Boom Boom Room group. Al- Alfred? Is that his name? Are you talking about a real? I thought <laughs> you were talking about a random me. pick. Who the heck is that? Did you know? Totally random. Speaking all those guys of, did you know? know? Smoking cigars. I wonder about the smoke. There's yeah. no smoking in this building. They don't yeah. care. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. they make their own rules. <laughs> There's a Boom Boom Room bar at the University of Alabama. Did you know that? Yeah. I, I, um, Somebody who somebody went down there and sent me a picture. Or somebody in our group sent me a picture of that. Why do you know that, Babs? D- You've been in the boom boom room. No, no I have not been oh, in the boom boom room. Okay. Uh, it was a totally random conversation at our dinner where we had dinner with a couple of different couples on Saturday mm-hmm. night. And uh, one of the couples are University of Alabama grads. And mm-hmm. we were talking about where they met and how they met. Mm-hmm. Right. Got married. And uh, they met in the Boom Boom Room in Alabama. Listen, I'm man, like, whoa, listen. whoa. There's a Boom Boom Room in Alabama, in Tuscaloosa, Alabama? Never, you, never know, you never know hey, when man. you're going to find the Boom Let's Boom Room. Let's go. You, you, you'll never know what's going to be made in the Boom Boom Room. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? <laughs> you got, you got a love babies, connection sometimes in the Boom Boom Room. Podcast, babies. Come on, man. Yeah. 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 There you go. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, um, copyright infringement and trademark, and I'm, I'm going to get them for that. Yeah, but, get them. Yeah, I need to So, um, so the other thing I wanted to bring up at some point in the show, too, is a conversation on Twitter that, uh, I don't know if he's a Titan fan or what, but Daniel on Twitter Mm-mm. tweeted to a bunch of different people on all different networks and radio and all that. Tannehill for Winston, straight up. Who says no? Hey, get out of here. Everybody. I'm like. M- me, yeah. both teams. But there, there are legit. I, I actually said hell no. I thought that it was a sarcastic tweet, but no, it's not it real. So, I, I mean, there, there are actually a lot of people. Not a lot. I'm not going to go a lot, but that are saying, oh well, he was really he only threw three interceptions, you know, before he got injured. Oh, but look, he's such a different player. Before he got injured, this and that. and Yeah, it's a, it's a real conversation where some people are all in on that. Like this guy said 14-3 touchdown in an interception ratio last year before he got hurt. But you still have to look at a tendency for him to throw picks. 
And what are we all complaining about with Ryan Tannehill? Not to mention he's coming off an injury. Yes. I think I think it's a major step down in leadership, even though we don't hear that from Ryan Tannehill. You talk to we'll ask Taylor Lewan about it. Eat that dub. You right? Like you hear that from the players. We'll hear Taylor Lewan talk about it too, or we'll ask him about it as well. But from a leadership standpoint, it's a step down. Anyway, so maybe we hit that tomorrow, we can hit that today, whatever. But there are people out there that that thing now he's the top free agent on the market, right? Yeah, I mean, well, if Aaron Rodgers had moved into uh, the Nashville area, Stillman put out there. Uh, it's not Franklin; it's Brentwood, by the way. Um, just get him. What are you doing? Bro? I mean, if he wants what to retire doing, in Nashville, what are you doing? Sports talk radio. Ah. All right, uh, Brian Flores discussion when we come back. If you want to get in line, uh, hit us up there six one five seven three seven one zero four five at three HL one zero four five. What? Don't touch the horse. Don't touch the horse! <laughs>